0: What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Um, this is this one's going to be a really simple tip here. I am uh, in the car on the way back home from a, an amazing bonfire with some family and close friends, being six feet apart and being COVID friendly. I promise. Um, and I don't know. I'm just motivated uh, thinking about uh, thinking about the week coming up. Here, we only have about. Four to five days left of vacation That's the way I kind of look at it I'm taking a very I'm taking an active I'm taking a lot of active rest days Taking a lot of meetings Doing a lot of strategy Doing a lot of meditating And internal pondering around Just life, my future The E1B2 Collective um, My perspectives around Beyond Brand And Beyond Resume um, uh, Startup EX You know, what I want to do with Um what I want to do with Monday Anticipation. What I want to do with Project 2030. just what I want to do overall in this industry and and, and what I want to be about. Um, and it made me think about decision making. And you guys have heard me talk about this and bring this up often. But I want to give a little bit of a different spin and a simple tip. I think decision making frameworks and models should be a mandatory learning and development requirement of all current and future managers at your your organization so at your startup of 70 or at your organization of 300 or at your startup of 12 i believe as an executive team it is incredibly vital that you and i'm going through the process right now understand all the different elements of decision making the frameworks how to unpack and communicate how you make decisions to others the importance around um the importance around creating the skill and the talent within your managers of decision-making at a high level, understanding the, the value of how much speed and autonomy and flexibility and, and veracity your, your organization can have once you master the art of spreading decision-making bandwidth across an organization. Um, I just think, uh, I think there's a lot of good around developing the skill of Understanding the various frameworks of decision-making and making the best decisions for the organization. Um, I think it's incredibly important to understand the skill of putting your team in the best positions to make skills independent of you. Um, there's so much data that proves why that's such a good thing for any startup or any small business or any growth organization, any organization for that matter. Let me make that simple. Any human being that is running a company or a part of a company, should um, should really understand decision making models, decision making frameworks, um, all the different intric- uh, intricacies of of that. Um, they should definitely understand again how to put people in the best positions to uh, make decisions where they are empowered, where they are given the flexibility and the freedom to make mistakes. They are giving they are given the flexibility and the freedom to make decisions contextual to the way they see it. Within a certain framework, within a certain box, of course, based off of the you know organization's goals, values, etc. Um, I just think there's so much good and there's so much speed that can occur when you do that. Um, so if I could give any tip, just again, driving here on a Sunday evening, you know, wrapping up my New Year's and Christmas vacation. If I could give any tips to any startup founder. CTO, CEO, CMO, um, CPO, um, or, or any internal manager at or organization right now, if I could give you any simple, really practical tip, understand all the different dynamics to decision making. And the reason why I'm not even going so deep into it is I'm still learning. There are frameworks. There are, um, ways of unpacking. There are best practices that, that, that can be taught, that can be learned, that can be developed when it comes to decision making. You have great leaders where their number one skill, i.e. Mark Zuckerberg, is around making the best strategic decisions, making decisions that are that are that are that are a little bit left field, making strategic decisions that are two steps ahead that, that most people don't understand, but they have the ability to have the foresight to see it. That is a skill, and if you want to have a big organization, a fast organization, a nimble organization, I believe you need to number one, uh, you know, provide as many Willy Wonka tickets that you can, the golden tickets to say, hey, we are creating a culture here. We are teaching organ- uh, you know, managers, individuals here, how to make the best decisions not only for the company. But for their individual roles and we're giving them the the freedom, the autonomy, the flexibility to fail and fall on their face or to have massive amounts of success. But we want them to be able to do so in their own pocket. We want to be able to we we want to help them do so um, not contingent on us. We don't need to handhold. We don't need to coddle. We don't need to be the only ones to know how to make the best marketing, branding, operations, financial decisions, people decisions. We want those skills to be spread across the organization, and we're gonna and we're gonna learn it, and we're gonna teach our people how to do that and execute that at a high level. I think it's an incredibly great skill to have that is spread across the organization at scale. I believe in it the most. It's something I'm studying and researching a lot about, and um, yeah, so. I'm doing some Gallup research. I'm, I'm looking into some, some some McKinsey. I am uh, looking into Keith Ferrazzi. I'm looking into Adam Grant. I'm looking at I'm looking into a few startups within the first capital first round capital blog that uh, that provides some some frameworks for my decision making. I'm looking into Coinbase. They have some interesting perspectives. And you know, I guess to tie it into the E1B2 framework, you know. For me, the most important thing outside of spreading the capabilities across the organization is 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 the is the employee experience, employee engagement, contextual elements that are involved. If you're going to live heavily into decision making frameworks and and spreading those capabilities and putting empowering your people, um, you really need to create a safe space. You really, really do. It really needs to be a safe place, a safe space Um, an environment where they can make mistakes and learn from that audit, unpack why the mistake was made and feel comfortable knowing that they will, that you will be, that you will, that you will work for them, that you will work for them. That's a big statement I just made and I believe in it. I believe, I believe as you are onboarding an employee or teaching someone a decision making framework or putting someone in the position to have power and to execute, I believe you need to create lots of safe space, lots of green fields to run and play and make mistakes and for them to be okay and for you to work for them, for you to do everything in your power to make them feel secure and to help develop them. I believe it's your job to do that as a leader. So just a few thoughts. I'm going to wrap it up now. Thank you all. It's been a crazy year. I'm thankful, I'm grateful And uh, I think you guys should be too Thanks a lot